So Joe, I have been looking at all of these different options we have online because it's 2021 and that's what we do when we have an idea. We go to our phones or computer and we Google it or we go to Pinterest. I mean, that's what I do when I have a craft idea or I'm looking for a craft idea. Um, do you experience that when you're trying to come up with a new recipe? So uh, as far as the recipes go, I, I am very much uh, a fan of watching a lot of cooking videos. I mean, I watch a ton of cooking shows and stuff too. Yeah. And I think a lot of, of those companies have made it a lot easier. America's Test Kitchen, which is renowned for its, its recipes mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and, and the, the work they do to perfect recipes, they have an app now, and you can catch videos and recipes and stuff like that. Food Network has a ton. And then all of these places have YouTube channels as well. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing for the cooking side of it is all you know the, the internet just makes it easy for anybody to have a platform. So yeah. you can go and you can go to somebody's uh, recipe website and uh, you have to scroll through. Read you know, about how they you have, studied yeah, abroad. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my trip to see Tibetan monks led me to develop this recipe for a quinoa and baked chicken, like that, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Homestyle, the podcast from the Daily Advertiser that's all about life, family, and the stories they inspire. I'm Joe Cunningham. And I'm Lee Guidry. Looking for a recipe or instructions for our food and crafts? Join our Facebook group by searching for The Homestyle Podcast on Facebook and at HomestylePod on Instagram. And you don't need that, but that's just for the ad revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, for other stuff around the house, I typically rely on YouTube, all these free platforms. And then on the teaching side, there's a ton of platforms and stuff that, yeah. that I use as well. And it really so is. There's everything is. out there, right? It is very diverse. And it's, I, one, I, I can talk about social media and all of its evils all yeah. day long, but at the same time, it does really make it a whole lot easier for there to be a professional development type community. Mm -hmm. Obviously on the teacher side, I mean, every uh, advanced placement course has a mm -hmm. teacher Facebook page and you can go and you can share materials and, and find the materials that other people have, have yeah. shared over the years. YouTube's the same way. They have actual teachers who mm -hmm. start up a GoFundMe or, or Patreon or something and they produce a ton of content yeah. that helps students and teachers. I also think about Teachers Pay Teachers, that yes. website where you can just go on there and for a couple bucks you can download lesson plans mm -hmm. and, and cards that you print out on your own, but that makes a lot of sense. Like why recreate everything yeah. when and, someone else has um, figured it out? One one great example is uh, AP US Government and Politics, the teacher Facebook page there, mm -hmm. has a gigantic Google Drive mm -hmm. of stuff they've pulled from every teacher who's submitted to it, but to get access to it, you have to donate a, a, like a, a little amount of money, a little money for access permanently to this Google Drive. But there's so much stuff there. So much value. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and, and on the, you know, not having to be a teacher to access stuff like this. I mean, go to YouTube. I'll, I'll learn how to change headlights from YouTube videos, yes. which was a very important skill because there was a short in, in my wife Krista's car, her, yeah. her previous car. There was a short in one of the headlights. So the the driver's side headlight was going out all the time, so I had to learn how to replace that. Over and over and over again. Somebody informed me that both of my brake lights were out on my car, so I had to learn how to change the brake yeah. lights on a Hyundai Elantra. So, I mean, that was very easy to just find the material yeah. there. 
Eric does the same thing. My husband, every time we have to change something, whether it's in the house or in the car, he's gone to YouTube. And and we had to do a lot of that after the winter storm Mm -hmm. where he was figuring out some of the plumbing issues and how to fix this. And we have an old house, like the house is older than us. So he's, you know, figuring out what was plumbing like in the 50s and 60s. But um, I really like YouTube in general. And I know that it's been around for a long time and it's Mm -hmm. not like this is new, but... I mean, for the last year and a half to two years, we have had a very unique situation, right? Yeah, and the growth of tutorials, Mm -hmm. it's exploded. Now, yeah, the the stuff has been on there for years. If I I was looking up a a Buddha, how to make Buddha Mm -hmm. video, and there were videos that were years yeah. old, and it was some Cajun without a shirt on <laughs> in in his in his covered garage in his covered carport with a gigantic pot showing us how to sear the the pork shoulder and everything. Now but, it's an influencer on Instagram. Yes, now it's an, <laughs> and, and sometimes their stuff is wrong. Like some of them still add tomatoes to their gumbo. Oh, on, I thought on you were going to say Instagram. to Boudin. Like, how would they, that even happen? So, uh, yeah. That's I don't know. But uh, that that could very well happen with some of these hipster influencers on Instagram. But anyway, uh, the New York Times did released a very, very terrible yeah. gumbo recipe at one I point. I thought about them when I was looking up stuff for this podcast episode. I found a channel on YouTube called Disney Eats, and it made me think of that because I could the, go... Oh, the gumbo recipe that somebody, Disney, that yeah, Disney like, did with the... It was supposed to be like the, Kiana or something, but And there was, there was kale, mm-hmm. and there was quinoa, and sure, that would make for a healthy recipe, but that's not, not gumbo. gumbo. But this was like... This I think this web or this channel is okay because mm-hmm. it was um, nachos in the shape of Mickey Mouse's head, yeah. if you could tell. Okay, and it was very short videos. So back to that whole diversity thing, like it can be for kids, mm-hmm. you know, but it also can be for adults. You know, you can find what everything is available for your niche. And you were talking about how it went from, you know, the Cajun T boy yeah. in his garage yeah. to uh, influencers. I think it's become so much easier to create these. Yeah. And then we had months at home or so much more time at home uh, because of the pandemic that it's like this has exploded. I was looking at some stats about um, the mobile learning market or e learning, mm-hmm. but especially mobile, you know, on a tablet, on a phone, whether it's an app or um, just, you know, searching online. It's like multi-billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like um, the market worth rose to $22.4 billion in 2020. Yeah. And that was like, it was like $8 billion five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. It's a lot of money five years ago, but it's an incredible amount now. And then, oh, guess how many um, YouTube channels there are? YouTube channels? Mm-hmm. 2.5 billion. See, I think it kind of messes you up because the money is in the billions. But according to the stats I have, it's got more than 37 million channels and about 122 million daily active users mm-hmm. who consume more than a billion hours of video every day. That is insane. That's an and insane it, amount And it of increased media. a lot in mm-hmm. the last, um, like there was a, a study, I think by Pew Research that found that um, it increased, um, with all this time at home, it increased like an exorbitant amount. It became the um, like the biggest winner they said mm-hmm. of social media during this time because I mean because they were going. Some people watch it for like entertainment. Sometimes it's like um, I want to watch like a TV show or a documentary, and they yeah. just go to YouTube and it's like their streaming service. So there's a lot of different reasons we could use it for our purposes in this podcast. You know, 
we use it a lot for cooking and crafting. Mm -hmm. um, I do remember you talking about your smoker that you remade or you yeah. fixed up, but you didn't really find a lot of videos for that. You said you kind of had to go back. Yeah, I had to, to go actually, Like I had to go back to the forum days oh, to Lord. find that like a uh, bunch of different message boards and mm -hmm. finally found the, the uh, somebody listing the materials that, need, that you would need for this specific mm -hmm. smoker. And it, it, it worked out. It, it's retaining heat a whole lot. And I have to go and, and freshen some things up because mm -hmm. some of the materials just don't stand up over repeated use. But it, it was a good fix in terms of just getting it to retain the heat and cook more evenly. But yeah, it was that one was very difficult. There were some videos of people showing the final product, like here's my modded smoker, but there's no like how, like, how to. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still struggling with one part in terms of like how do I, you know, get some better wheels on this so I can make it more mobile? Mm. And there's no really helpful guide because of the way it's assembled. The smoker is just, it, it's struggling. Mm. So I have to figure that out next. And, but do you think that, so we talked about like the demand is there. We're, we're looking for stuff to do and the, um, the people, the access to mm -hmm. it is there. But do you think that we, you, you talked about professional development. Do you think that's just more of a thing now? Like that we we know that they're, we can figure it out ourselves by well, I think part of it is over the last year and a half, we have really, um, the, the, the cat is out of the bag as far as the working from home thing mm -hmm. is. Yeah, I mean, right. it, it's now very easy. We made easy. it work. Yeah, we, we've, we, have, we now know that we have the hardware, the software, and the infrastructure to make working from home mm -hmm. something that can happen. Like... I'm not a fan of virtual learning. I would rather us have to do rolling, you know, virtual learning shutdowns every now yeah, and then when, if when there's necessary. a massive outbreak. I would much rather that over a hybrid schedule. And we have the infrastructure now that we know the parish can support mm -hmm. virtual learning for a school if they have to go remote. That is good news because it means that unlike in the past when we've had to shut down a school for whatever reason, they just haven't learned for a couple of days and it yeah. sets them back. Now we don't have to lose educational days and we can still yeah. give them work and still give them practice and still in theory, hold them accountable for mm -hmm. the stuff they're supposed to learn while they're out, which makes it a lot easier for schools to continue rolling on. It also means that a lot of these professional development opportunities for educators can exist online as well. Mm -hmm. We can do professional development over zoom. We can, mm -hmm have speakers come, we can have speakers talk to us without having to physically come to the location to talk mm -hmm. to us. We can have people share their materials online and share a, you know, a Zoom presentation or a pre-recorded thing through Loom or whatever screen recording software you want. And it's kind of falling into the same pattern as a lot of these other channels have been doing for a few years mm -hmm. already, where all you need is your phone, maybe your ring light, which are now becoming popular again because yeah. of the growth of influencers. Uh, ring lights, maybe a good microphone, maybe a lapel mic, maybe mm -hmm. something wireless. But these are the tools that are not very expensive and it mm -hmm. makes it a whole lot easier for you to do these sorts of things. I mean, think about the cooking videos you see online, the ones that are overhead shots. Yeah. And that's that can be done with a phone, a ring light, and just be, knowing how to... Knowing your angles. Yeah, knowing, knowing your angles, yeah, and, and knowing your materials, knowing mm -hmm. how to do it, and then knowing the, the video editing software, which is probably the most expensive part yeah. of it in order to be but able to... But you can to, do a lot yeah. of that on your phone, too. Like, yeah. Well, it just takes some doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can yeah. learn a lot of that on your phone, and... All of these are, are a lot of people. I've always said that the people who make like the funny memes and videos and stuff, mm -hmm. 
if they used their powers for good, <laughs> the world would be a much better place. But now we're kind of forcing ourselves into that. So people yeah. can still make funny videos, but there's also serious people mm -hmm. who are now like, wait, I can do this online too. Are you on TikTok? I no. I, yeah, I'm no. not really either. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know that, that the the life hack trend on TikTok is like growing an insane amount right oh, now, and and that is it, it's like it's these how to do something videos, but it's the the shortcut way. Like people, the the big trend to go around for a while was the proper way to eat the 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 uh, the chicken wing, the flats, oh, and okay. it was you know you had the little drumettes, but you also had the flats, little two bone ones. Yeah. And what you do is you just take it and you hold it and you press down and you just slide your, your hand down and it basically all the chicken, all the chicken falls off and it like a, it becomes like a chicken lollipop and then you eat that and it strips the bones clean. I have not seen that, but that makes sense. It makes sense and it was yeah. also like, why didn't I think of this before? Because <laughs> you lose a lot of chicken over time when you're just trying to pick the bones and clean. And you look from like the, a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. Unless but, you're unless you're Josie, my four year old, who just eats through the bone, Well, I was going to tell you about a, somebody that I watch uh, that our friend Ashley told us about. It's called Stand by Your Pan. Mm -hmm. You ever heard of? She's I, like super country, big hair, kind of mm -hmm. Dolly Parton look, like big makeup on, and then she'll be in like a robe and slippers and a kitchen, mm -hmm. you know, like really country looking, and then she'll really quickly tell you how to make something with like way too much butter and all mm -hmm. this like it's going to taste really good but it's going to be super it's very much her brand you yeah. know and then she'll sing sing it stand by your pan but it's mm -hmm. like stand by your man yeah. you know and i love it so that's one that i think's great i watch a lot of um crafts on facebook or cake decorating on mm -hmm. facebook because it'll curate that for me like five minute crafts and stuff so all of that kind of stuff is free. And then there's... I, you, you mentioned the curating thing. I, that's probably one of the more fascinating things about it is yeah. I can be watching a video. Now, one of the video series I like is the Amazon Kitchen, mm -hmm. which is a dude, he's like, you can tell he lives very rural and he's got like these wood streams and stuff around his house. Um, he has an outdoor kitchen and everything. Nice. And he's got one of those big Serbian chef knives, okay. which I now have because Krista got that from <laughs> Congrats. me. Congrats. Um, that was her anniversary gift to me. Because apparently, by the way, the 11-year anniversary is the steel anniversary. Oh. So she got me a steel knife and I got her steel magnolia stuff. Nice. So anyway, that's an aside. Um, so the, the big Serbian chef knife. And it's, it's, it's one of those ASMR, like, it's mm -hmm. just the sounds. Like, the sounds are, are it. And it's, it's very cool. peaceful. But he's sitting there. He's cooking this really awesome food. But there's no talking. He doesn't show his face. And mm -hmm. it's just the process of him cooking it. And doesn't even, like, really show. It'll show you the ingredients, but not, like, measurements or anything. You're just watching this guy yeah. make a quadruple gooey cheeseburger out in the wild. See, that's what I do with the, the like, four-tier cake mm -hmm. and how they make the icing do this. And the most insanely, like, decadent, rich stuff mm -hmm. that you're never I'm actually never gonna going do, to make. I'm never going to do, but I enjoy watching it. I don't, I, yeah, I don't need a quadruple, like, just oozing with cheeseburger. Yeah. But I have to admit, it's really awesome to watch. To watch, yeah. And, but I have learned techniques that I have used, like, mm -hmm. in the... From the cake videos, I learned that like if you freeze the tear after you've iced mm -hmm. it, it's a lot easier to then decorate it with like yeah. the ganache or put it on, you know, 
put the tears together. Mm -hmm. But my four-year-old will say, Mom, can we watch cake videos? Yeah. And like, that's something we do together. Kind of like y'all watch jo Chopped, right? Yeah, well, when we, it started out, Joe said, Daddy, can we watch Cooking? And it's whatever videos curated on mm -hmm. Facebook for me. And it became, we watch Chopped now, where yeah. now uh, if I if I say, Josie, what are we watching at bedtime tonight? She goes, Cooking, and she means Chopped. Mm -hmm. But it used to be the videos of some chef cooking something on Facebook. So these are all things that are free and mm -hmm. readily available that like it, that comes down to like how much you want to look for it, like how much effort you want to put into it and how much time like you can teach yourself to mm -hmm. um, play the guitar or whatever, as long as you put the time in and the practice and find a quality YouTube video. And, and you know, all those minutes you spend watching these things. Mm -hmm. Google is still making the billions off of YouTube because of the advertising revenue. Yeah. So even though the content is free to you, yeah. the you know the the one thing you have to constantly warn people, like with YouTube and Facebook and all mm -hmm. these, is that you aren't the customer. You're the good, <laughs> and you're the goods because it's people targeting you the with eyeballs. their ads. Yeah, it's your yeah, eyeballs. You're you're what's being sold to the advertisers, and the advertisers sometimes sell stuff to you, but it's mostly. Your information is being sold to the advertiser. So all this is curated for you, which is awesome. But at the same time, it's because the machines are learning you based on your private information, which is a whole know. podcast in itself. Right. And, you know, I will say that that cooking videos might be worth it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like I just want to yeah. watch the cake videos, guys. Yeah. But there are um, channels that like my kids really like to follow. I was just going to throw some out there if people want to check them out with their kids. Mariah Elizabeth, I mean, she's got kind of like quirky, everybody's got to have like mm -hmm. a little bit of a shtick, right? Yeah. But um, she's wholesome and she does a lot of crafts and a lot of rainbow. Um, Avery really likes Nerdy Crafter. Mm -hmm. And then there's also Blippy, which yeah. is really good and that's educational because we haven't even really talked about the educational side yeah. of it. My kids are using ABC Mouse, Amplify, Zern, all mm -hmm. of this through school. Um, that really helped, like Marie, the four-year-old, got to use ABC Mouse through her school for free, um, free to us, mm -hmm. um, over the summer. So that really helped her learn some skills, even just how to use a mouse, mm -hmm. what it, you know, what a computer screen looks like, what a window is, and minimizing, like things that she's not going to have to learn when she's in her classroom, mm -hmm. which she started for the, you yeah. know, her first week was last week. So, um but there's also things, if you want to put some more money into it, like really get serious about it, there are programs that are just popping up all over the place, mm -hmm. like Skillshare and Masterclass, um, OutSchool. I've, I've wanted to do Masterclass. I have too. I want to do the, I want to watch the Penn and Teller ones because I want to learn the magic and also the Gordon Ramsay. I wrote down Gordon Ramsay because I was like, Joe would like this. I, I, yeah. And I've seen some of Gordon Ramsay's videos on YouTube I mean, and I'll go and watch them every yeah. night and they're, they're awesome. See, I want to do one of the writing ones because you can do all kinds of writing. Mm -hmm. I mean, like R.L. Stein, Judy Bloom, like Neil I would, Gaiman I know is one on yeah, there. He's he, fantastic in the comics book and then yeah. and just in the general fantasy exactly. and, and fiction world. So. Yeah. And so, and then there's some that are specifically for TV, mm -hmm. like Shonda Rhimes or something. So yeah. you can, it's, you know, more general, more mainstream, mm -hmm. like Dan Brown, like everything. Yeah. But I would really, and I like school. You know, I was, I'm mm -hmm. that kind of nerd that I would, I enjoy that um, setting. So if you're looking for something a little more structured and, and people tell you what to do instead of you having to like set it up through YouTube, mm -hmm. I think those kind of options are really popular. But like, I don't think it's slowing down. No. You know, even though, you know, hopefully we're, you know, the pandemic has lightened, as someone said to me recently this week. I was thought that was a good word, lightened. Mm -hmm. It's not over, but it's lightened. Um, and we're back in school and stuff. But 
I don't think that this e-learning industry is no. going back. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty sure cat's out of the bag on that mm -hmm. one. And there's really no going back at yeah. this point. Um, and I think that's overall a good thing. Now, yeah. again, kind of going back to one of the themes of the show from early on is, you know, we want to promote people coming together like in person. Yeah. So you can learn the skills you need to online. I mean, we took online classes in college. Yeah. We know that was a thing. We know their entire online programs. That's what my master's degree for education was. Yeah. So we know that those are a possibility, but still nothing in terms of like interacting with people, mm -hmm. nothing really is any better than than face to face. Don't spend all your time just watching videos trying to learn all the knowledge. I did possible. wonder what all of this has done to like our mental health because yeah. we can spend I mean, spending that much time on YouTube can mm -hmm. be isolating and can be um, you know, not, not good for your eyes, yeah. like all of these different little things. So I think it's important, like you said, to just break it up. Yeah. And um, maybe, like you said, using um, Facebook to find that community and mm -hmm. communicate, like make sure you're actually communicating with other people, you know, within these same shared hobbies. Yeah, definitely. I hope people will tell us their favorite YouTube channels or what they would I've, do if they could I'm do another that, skill. I'm worried that some people are going to say, well, you guys should do these tutorial videos. That should be where Homestyle <laughs> goes next. That would be cool. I would need you guys to donate some money to us so we can afford the ring lights and cameras and things <laughs> like that. I would need the people to actually say that. Like, I yeah. need to hear it from their mouths. So if you want us to do that, <laughs> you say that. You have to that. say it. <laughs> uh, say it in the reviews. Check wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, find us on the Facebook group, the Homestyle Podcast Facebook group. Just search for us there. And on Twitter and Instagram, at HomestylePod. Check us out. Be sure that you share the podcast. Uh, give it a rating. Write a review and encourage others to do the same. And remember, also, if you have your own little side business, a local business, and you want to, mm -hmm. because we've, we've talked about that before. In fact, uh, today I started drinking some tea that I got from our friends at Magnolia Moon Collective. I've been drinking some too. Um, I got their peppermint pine. It's wonderful. And I encourage you guys to check them out and check out anybody that we've interviewed in the past. And if you have your own little business that you want to talk about, feel free to yeah, reach, reach out, out to us. Yeah, reach out to us for sure.